Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello?
Hello?
Hello. Hey, Lauren. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you today? Good. I'm doing great. It was, I think my phone was kind of messing up a little bit. I was like, why isn't this working? So. Uh, no problem. Well, thanks for just trying again. Yeah, that's usually kind of what you have to do. It's a, um, it's a free conference call service I use um, called TalkShoe.com. Uh-huh. And what happened was I used to... Um, well, I actually still am an avid podcast listener, but I was listening to – did you ever watch the show Lost, television show? I, okay, I've heard of it, but I have i haven't actually seen it. I'm well, so bad. I never watched TV. Well, no, we own it now on DVD, and, like, we don't even own television anymore. We just sort of stream stuff or whatever, but – Oh, when awesome. when that show was on and it was like really popular, there was it was it's a sci-fi show, but there's a lot of like really cool biblical and spiritual overtones. Like yeah. for example, one of the main characters' name is Jacob, and then basically his nemesis is like an Esau kind of character, and so on. So anyway, oh, wow. all that to say, I used to literally download all these different podcasts about the show when it was on because I wanted to, like, hear all these different theories about what people thought, you know, it all meant. And I kept hearing a lot of them were recorded on this talk show. And I'm like, what is that? So I went on, and, you know, because I do a lot of these phone interviews, and I like being able to go back later and type them up and have it be, like, a private podcast line. And that same service, which these other podcasts is the same service we're now using for me to have, like, my own private podcast line. And just so you know, how dumb this, this one site is, like, 600 of these conversations <laughs> um, with oh all these different artists God. over the years. Yeah, so I basically have all of these recordings of all these different conversations um, for the past wow. now. This is now my eighth year of doing these. Um, so there you go. Yeah, so there's a little aside for you. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> so now you're now you're in cahoots with Lost. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. So a non sequitur, awesome. but yeah, uh, my brain thing. But uh, well, congratulations so much on the K Love Awards. Um, we had a couple of our national area team members down there covering it, and I was of course rooting for you and voting for you and all that. So oh, very excited for you. Man, it was it really it stunned me. I'll be honest. My like the moment before, I was like, Lord, can you just tell me what? it's going to happen. Like that would be pretty Mm. exciting if you just kind of forewarned me. And because honestly, the way I look at all that, it's, it's a win for everybody regardless. Mm. Like Hillsong would have won or Big Daddy Weave, any of those guys, 
they would have won, I would have felt just as great, you know? So mm-hmm. it it's really more, it feels like a family kind of thing, like everybody's rooting each other on. And um, whenever they called my name, my mom shot up. I didn't even, it didn't even click in my head yet. And she was already jumping out of her seat. And um, she turned and looked at me. She goes, Lauren, that's you. Like, come on, what are you doing, you know? And I gave her a hug, and then I looked at at her face, and she just started weeping. And... It was like mm. I could see in her eyes all the years of me, mm. you know, five years old, singing with the hairbrush in my mirror or, you know, 15 or, you know, trying to figure out how to write a song. And, you know, just it was like I saw all the years and I felt like it was really, you know, sort of a, a win in that regard of just seeing her face and the years of investment as far as just her heart, you know, being so supportive. And then my my parents wondering, like, what is she going to do with all of this? Is, you know, mm. is she going to pursue music or is she going to pursue something else? You know, what's God going to do with our, our child? And it was like all the years caught up to that one moment. So I just sat Uh-oh. there and we hugged for a while. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I, I totally forgot that I had to go give an acceptance speech. I was like, oh, yay, Mom, we we did it. You know, that's kind of how it felt. And I just wanted to sit there and have that moment with her. And then I was gonna about to sit back down, and then I realized, oh, wait, I have to go up there and talk now. So it was it was kind of funny. But it was a beautiful little moment there. And I'm just, it's just amazing to me what the Lord is, is doing. And if someone else had won or if I would have won, it doesn't it doesn't change the scheme of what God's up to, you know. So Oh, no doubt. And I think what that is um one of the things I've been taking away from that and I've been writing editorials about it for a few years now, is that and, and you know my heart um in many ways for seeing female artists get more attention in the Christian music business is one historically there's been tons and tons of talent. I mean, go back to Nicole Nordeman and Ginny Owens and yeah. these artists um, who I've now had the privilege to get to know on this level. And they've been massive role models for my daughter, you know, like for yeah. my to pursue now, you know, being a worship leader at church and to write her own songs and playing a couple of different instruments now, uh, and then, of course, then there was the Francesca Battistelli and Meredith Andrews kind of group that came in in 2008. And now you're kind of in this, like, next group. And I think each time um, the status level or the acceptance level of both radio and sales uh, has increased relative to uh, providing this outlet for female artists to share the gospel in and so for me, I obviously feel very strongly about that. And if you look at my 630 songs I've written about, and I've never actually categorized this, but I bet you a good half of them are female artists, uh, which wow. is pretty awesome. Um, wow. Because I, I just That's feel amazing. like if I can help give, you know, the female artists a voice, uh, I know what an impact that can have on other women 
who might get discouraged relative to, you know, it sort of being the guys with guitars business, basically. Um, yeah. And, and end up having to either make a different kind of music or not, not pursue that dream at all or think, you know, there's really no place for them. So, so I think if nothing else, you're getting to help that entire genre. Um, that, um, you know, it's worth it. <laughs> Chase that dream yeah. and, and, and pursue uh, proclaiming God's goodness. And, and, and he will ultimately, you know, you know, we're all ultimately singing for an audience of one. Um, but That's right. for me, what I love is that there's this uh, collective church unity that can kind of surround you. And so, for example, I think I've figured out a way I can reach you. Um, you get, you're yes. going to be on the Outcry Tour uh, in Washington, D.C. in yes. July. So that's a little, it's like an hour and a half for me. So I was thinking maybe I, I'd like to see if my daughter Natalie would like to join me and maybe we could make the trip down. Oh, my God. Meet up with you there. That would be kind of cool. That would be awesome. Oh, I would, I would love that. We finally get to, and I get to meet her face to face. Yeah, so I'll, I'll let you know for sure. So I'll, I'll reach out to you, okay. and let you know for sure because it's like a month from now, um, and we're just about to go on our family vacation to Branson, Missouri, which is very cool. Uh, we're going to stop fine. at the we're going to stop at the Creation Museum in Cincinnati, Kentucky, on the way, and then we're going to do the St. Louis Arch and uh, the St. Louis American Girl Store, of course, uh, and then we're going to stay with my wife's uh, three brothers, their wives, and we have eight granddaughters. Uh, including my wow, um, uh, all together in a in a big house that we're renting together in Branson. So yeah, so that's wow. where I'll be the next couple of weeks. But before I leave, I was so moved, and I told you this last time we talked about first. And you know, my our discussion about first posted back when the um, album released, and um, I think Centricity just reshared it, or even uh, your manager reshared it. Somebody reshared it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I now see it's already in the top ten on iTunes, so congrats. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. See, I need to go look. I have to up with it. I need to go check it out. It That's was this morning. Crazy. It was, uh, like, number six or something in the top ten wow. uh, Christian songs oh on iTunes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so okay, it's caught on. insane because it just released. Wow. That's crazy. That, yeah. That's crazy. mine. And back when the um, the lyric video first posted, I, I wrote up kind of an excerpt of my thoughts about it on your YouTube channel. And like every couple of days, I get one of those likes from my comment <laughs> on your, I, and it's like, it's kind of cool. Because it's sort of like, again, it's a way that we're all sort of kingdom building. Connected. Exactly. Yes. So, so anyhow. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kevin, for your support. I tell you, oh, it means yeah. it really does. It means so much, so much. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, okay, if we can just figure out ways to just keep building each other up, it it mm. feels it really does feel like what you said. You know how you saw those girls and you know Nicole Nordeman and Francesca Battistelli and knew like, okay, if I could help leverage a platform for them, then that will not only be their voice, but your voice getting out to so many people. That's exactly what it feels like just through through subtle things like that, like a, 
a post on Instagram or, you know, a comment on YouTube. It just, it really does mean so much. So thank you. Mm, well, you're welcome. Sure. And the very next uh, video of yours that came out that I also wrote about was the um, lyric video for Loyal. And I, by the way, love, 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 love the lyric video because it's not just a uh, regular lyric video. It also has you singing in it, which is really cool. Um, yes. And I think I told you, you know, it's one of my top three tracks on this full-length record. And, and I'm on a mission to do one of these with you on literally every single song. So we're, we're about to there. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> I know. We've got Come Alive. we got How Can It Be. we got First. We're doing good. We're on track. <laughs> we are indeed. So, so, yeah, so I really wanted to feature the story of Loyal. Um, even if, again, it's never a single, I don't really care. Um, what's awesome about my ministry it, is, it really has nothing to do with singles. Yes, I can help promote those too, but I do two of these a week, and more and more it's just about kind of what is the Lord telling you uh, and what does the Lord want me to write about. And yeah. these last couple of months um, have been extremely edifying for me, like even since you and I last spoke, because uh, I've gotten to talk about, I've gotten to write now about half of the songs from the New Bethel Project. Um, so oh, wow. If you pull, if you pull up... Um, you know, interviews I've done with uh, Hannah McClure about her uh, her song called You Are My One Thing. By the way, that really sounds like a song yes. to resonate with. Um, oh, also, I my interview with Callie song. about Ever Be and with oh. Amanda about um, You Don't Miss a Thing. And I'm actually in the process of uh, setting up an interview like this with Brian Johnson about Seas of Crimson. Um, wow. Anyway, in, in that sort of vein of songs, uh, and though I just also spoke with Christine DeMarco uh, about it as well. Um, and God. all of those are up, are up on the website I, right now. Those You just listed the anthems of my year. Those, That's I'm not awesome. kidding, those exact songs. It's like I cannot get off of them on repeat constantly. They're just, those are my anthems for this year. For the entire tour with Big Daddy Weave. That's what mm. I would do. I would escape every day and listen to that record. It was just, it's so refueling, so refreshing. It's like, I feel like a layer has been peeled off. It's just, mm. it's so cleansing. I don't even know how to explain it. But I'm I'm in um, Panama City right now leading worship for these high school camps, and we're singing Ever Be. And last mm. year, um, it was, the song that we sang was It As Well. And I tell you what, that song changed my life. And basically, I heard that song for the first time when I was coming to Panama City to lead for these camps for the very first time. And I was, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. This is kind of off the cuff, but I just, I'm excited to share it with you. So I was like, I'm going to go for it. But um. I was driving down to um, Panama City to meet with these these high schoolers and to lead worship for their camp. It was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. And um, needless to say, I heard it as well. I started weeping because the last time I sang the actual hymn was um, right before, like a, a few months prior at my grandfather's funeral. And um, I was just like, Lord, like, why am I so emotional about this? What do you have 
in store for me. I know there's something here. And he said specifically, be praying for the kids that have lost their mothers. And I was like, well, I'm going to pray for the kids that have lost anything, you know, whether it's a family member or a friend or anything, just kids that are experiencing loss. And then I get there, and I meet this man who had just, he, he had just lost his, mo- his wife a month prior to the summer mm-hmm. camp. And he worked on the production team, and, you know, the band guys that I was with, they are like, wow, we can't believe he's here. And I, I was just kind of like, well, what's going on? And that's when they explained, well, his wife passed away from cancer. And so I was thinking, oh, he must be older, you know, just because of being cancer. I, I don't know why that was what was in my head. Nope, he was young. He came up to me after. He's like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get through that song as well. The last time I heard that was at my wife's funeral. And I was like, wow, mm. well, that song just totally resonated with me while I was driving on the way over. I just so cherished that song because of my grandfather's funeral. And it was the Christine DeMarco version. But mm. um, anyway, so we're sitting there just kind of talking about it. And then he points to his children and says, oh, by the way, um, those are my kids right there. And it was like the Lord just showed me in that moment, like, those were the kids that I had you praying for that had lost their mothers while you were driving down rehearsing the song. Like, these are the ones. And shortly after, I moved to Atlanta just to be closer to, to the kids and kind of, you know, be a voice in their life. And so, now we're back at the camp a year later, and I'm up here with the kids, kind of as their sister. <laughs> it's funny because, yeah. like, our families are dear friends now, and um, I just, you know, kind of took that leap of faith because it was at the same time that How Can It Be was coming out, and I was like, okay, Lord, I don't know what you're, why you're asking me to do this, but he specifically made it clear that he wanted me to move to Atlanta so that I could be with his those little girls, they're, they're twin 11-year-old girls and one 15-year-old boy, and we've just become family. So that song, it is well, really, it changed my life. I mean, these kids, they're like, I, I look at them as my own siblings now, and um, we're just, it's amazing how, in the span of a year, how far the Lord has brought our relationship with one another, you know, and Mm. it all started with God speaking through that song. So, and now a year later, we're back and we're doing ever be, and that's Mm. the anthem of my heart. So just that, that record, I can't give it enough praise. I mean, just means so much to me. That is so cool. Well, I wrote about it as well. Like, three weeks after I posted about first. So yeah, pull wow. it up, you know, Google it and you can kind of see yes. what Christine shared with me, but she felt the Lord telling her uh, because of the anxiety she was dealing with that, you know, Hey, Christine, you know, the waves and winds still know my name. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, what an wow. awesome thing that the Lord tell you. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. And, um, but what's cool is it really has empowered her, you know what I mean? Because she basically took that, studied the Horatio Spafford story, which wrecks you every single time. And then just, you know, part two of that is I just spoke with Matt Redman like a week ago uh, about his version of his song called It Is Well With My Soul. And 
he has a personal testimony about why that song means so much to him. So I think you might want to read that one too, because it sounds like wow. for you, you can really connect. Because it's again, it's about loss. You know, he yeah. got the telegram uh, from his wife saying, "Save the loan," and having daughters and thinking yeah. of losing daughters, and and then thinking of of having enough faith to be able to pen those words. I don't know about you, but that just absolutely wrecks me. Um, oh, every single, absolutely. Every single time I think about it. Um, yes. And, of course, it makes you think of Job and how could he have said what he did after he had yeah. everything taken away from him. And, yeah, so all that to say, and it's really cool because that story actually ties into Loyal, in my opinion, because I yeah. view Loyal as you proclaiming back to the Lord about how no matter what happens, his love is loyal. And I think think that is so much the message of that song. But, yeah, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to hear a little bit of the the writing process and how that song came to be. Um, Because it's become, like you described it as well, your song Loyal has become one of those anthems for me as well. Wow. Wow. Well, that's huge. And it does correlate so seamlessly because, that's what I had to cling to in the midst of, okay, this move, me moving to Atlanta in the midst, mm. from Nashville in the midst of, you know, hey, this is probably the most pivotal time for you to be here. You need to make sure that you stay in Nashville. But the Lord's calling me to this family, so how do I juggle these worlds, you know? And he just, he so simply stated in the easiest ways, Lauren, focus on my love, focus on what I do, because it, and this is kind of what we talked about a little bit um, for first, that perfect love, mm-hmm. cast out all fear. So when you can see that his love is loyal, then you take leaps of faith that are completely, to the world might seem crazy, but there's no risk when you when you are wrapped in him, his love, when you're embracing his love. There's no risks there. So basically the background of that song came. Um, my producer and his friends, um, they had been working on it and writing it, and he, they brought it to me. Um, they, they, it, well, it was Jason Ingram. He was writing it in the U.K. with some of the writers over there and then called my producer up and said, hey, I was writing this song with someone. I, I don't know why, but Lauren just keeps coming to my heart. I think this song is for her. And so my producer listened to it and said, hey, would you want to finish writing it with them? We think that this is a good song for you. And I was like, okay, let me check it out. Well, then I heard <laughs> I heard that chorus. You love it, you love it, you love it, I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, like, this is the anthem cry of all, of, of all mankind, honestly, Mm -hmm. like, the, the fact that in our society right now, it's the exact opposite message that we're being told, you know, we're being told that love is fleeting, or, you know, there is no such loyalty in love. Look at, look at divorce rates or look at this and that. And, 
you know, I was singing at this camp this week. I, I was actually so excited to share whenever I, I found out that we were doing a song on Loyal. I was so excited because the Lord showed me this this, this week, like two days ago, where they had sat down with their small groups, all of the campers, and they kind of broke up into their groups. And this one small group leader asked her group of, there were 18 girls, she said, because they were talking about God's love for you and how in the midst of everything he, you know, he's constant, that kind of thing. And they said, so how many of you um, believe that marriages can last? How many of you believe that that's a real thing, that, you know, marriages can be a lifetime, not just a moment? And out of the 18 girls, only one girl raised her hand. Mm. And that shocked me. I was like, what? I mean, I was expecting more like 10 maybe, you know, or one girl. And then they said, okay, well, how many of you believe that it's worth waiting for marriage? Um, It's worth Mm. being a virgin until marriage. Out of the 18 girls, one girl raised her hand again. Mm. And their response was, well, because the marriage isn't going to last anyway, why would I wait for it? And that shocked me at just, I mean, I'm 23. Those kids are, you know, 17, 18. So it's not like they're much younger than me, but somehow in that six-year, seven-year gap, the mindset has completely shifted to not only oh, wow, yeah, marriages, um, you know, that's two people getting together, blah, blah, blah. But that it's not even real. Like they they said their words were that, oh, yeah, that's just kind of an idea that y'all throw out our way. Like we know that that's not really reality. That's just kind of the idea. And that just baffled me. I mean, it shocked me that their brains don't even process it like, hey, is this is this a possibility? No. This is just, in their minds, this is just kind of like something to shoot for, I guess, but it's really not going to happen. And when you look at that in comparison to what the Lord has in store, the statistics, what kids are taught, or even what is emulated in their own lives, you know, through people going through divorce and situations that devastate. When you look at that in comparison to the Lord's love, it's the exact opposite. Like his love mm-hmm. is for us, never against us, you know. It's the one constant thing that is so faithful. And I was I was thinking about this the other day. Well, I can I can sum up just basically when I when they showed me that song I Mm. had been surrounded by people that were going through tremendous loss one of them being this family you know with their mom passing away at such such a young age and um you know she's just she was so full of life and so to see that take place and then um you know friends of mine that were going through horrible divorces 
just things like that, life really taking shape, I was like, okay, Lord, what is what is the one anthem, you know? And I had just met some girls prior that week that um, were involved in trafficking situations where they had been trafficked and used for prostitution and just what is what is not only the antidote but the antithesis of that, Lord, like, all of these things that we're seeing, what's the antithesis? And that's what it was. It's that my love is loyal. And I was mm. like, okay, that song, it just, it blew up in my heart. And um, I don't know, it just, I believe that it can be the anthem for so many people that are going through a season of loneliness or mm-hmm. brokenness or misunderstanding what love actually looks like, you know? Well, and it can help people. I'm I'm really glad you mentioned um, uh, having faith in purity as well. I mean, because the world, like you said, the world is out there. And this is what I, it's amazing how the Lord has basically knit this whole conversation together. So go back to why I feel so strongly about promoting female artists. It's because you you guys are representing purity. And and so for me, when I look at what the secular world is valuing, it's, they do not value purity. Uh, That's in fact, right. they they mock purity. They yeah. They make it appear. They belittle it. You know, they make it appear yeah. like you're naive to believe in purity. That's and right. the Lord, as we know, washes us white in purest snow. And I want to include, um, as you were talking, I was thinking of a, a passage that, again, so many passages wreck me. Um, but when for, in First John, when he talked about what kind of love is this yeah. <laughs> that Christ yeah. would lavish on me, you know, it's like it's a kind of love we don't really know unless yeah. you know the Lord. And that's what this song represents to me. It represents to me yeah. that, that higher pure, unfiltered, and also unconditional love and purity of the Lord. And he desires that for us. And, and, And he knows that sin only separates us from him. And that's not his desire. And, and so I love that. I think now that you're talking, it didn't even really occur to me that that was sort of why another reason this song really speaks to me, but it is it is in a way an anthem of purity, <laughs> um, yeah. Because it's Absolutely. saying Jesus is your first love, you know. Yeah. And I'm committed to you, Jesus, to be my first love. And then when I find the God, the man that God has chosen for me, or for the for the man, the woman that God has chosen for me, that person's first love also needs to be Jesus. Um, yeah. And to me, that's the key. Uh, and then that's where we can all together celebrate that holiness that the Lord desires for us to have. So, yeah, does that seem like a good um, narrative for, for writing about your song? Absolutely. That, and just watching these girls, watching these guys in high school, you know, they're, they're setting up their hearts for what's mm. to come. And, and mm. in this stage, you know, they're, this is kind of the stage where they're fashioning their hearts saying, okay, I'm about to go to college. Who am I going to be? And mm. that, that is 
one of the things that we, we see the most, you know, these girls have already given away their hearts to guys that have totally taken it for granted and vice versa, you know, guys yeah. that have given away their hearts and um, and it has totally been taken for granted. And so kind of the thing that the Lord's just been placing on my heart is pray for the spirit of purity to just fall on these kids while they're sitting here worshiping, while they're sitting here, you know, becoming more vulnerable as the week goes forth. Like, just pray that purity, the pure and upright in heart would stand up, you know, and become leaders because that's what people are actually hungry for, you know, even without, even sometimes not recognizing it. That's what this generation is hungry for. It's for someone who actually is pure and authentic and genuine and mm. means what they say. And one of that, one of those means is being pure, being a virgin when you present yourself to your spouse, you know. And I was actually even having this conversation with my mom the other day. She was saying how she could, she completely recognizes the marriages, like now, she's, she and my dad have been married for about 20, I think 28 or 29 years. I lost track. <laughs> but I think it's 28 years. And mm. they've been married that entire time. And she said, but she can see the marriages that have stayed pure and faithful, that were pure and faithful before marriage, like the ones that presented themselves with versions to each other on their wedding day, she can see how the fruit is different between the marriages. And, I, you know, I know that I had believed the guys. And that's, that's not that God can't redeem any story. Because right. that's the other, right. that, that's the counterpart of the loyalty of his love is that he can redeem every story and that every heart that has, you know, chosen the wrong path can at any moment, at any given time, surrender and and be completely set free. You know, that's the that's the beauty of true loyal love because what we're told in this generation, what we're told now is that, oh, if you fail me, then that I immediately erase you, you know? Or if something is done against me, then I have to turn my back on you. I, I can't continue forth. And that's the exact opposite. The Lord says, oh, it's, even if you stray away, his word in Proverbs, I love this, the, it says that though they may stumble, they will never fall for his mighty right hand that holds them. It's like mm. that that passage is just a, a it's just a call to say, hey, look at how loyal I am to you. That even mm. though you're going to scrape your knees, even though you might, you know, fail, you will never fall completely because of my loyalty, because of who mm. I am and my righteousness, you know. And that's another, that's the other side of it that we talk to these kids about is some of you have already failed, you know, some of you have already made those things, but it's never too late to come into the fold of purity that the Lord has designed, you know, and he redeems every story. That's true loyalty. (laughs) 
For sure. And you know what's so awesome, as you were just saying all of that about how the Lord redeems us all, is that's your story and how can it be? I mean, it's about yes. the woman caught in adultery and how, look how people connect to that story. Isn't that interesting? Um, and I think that gives yes. you some, some glimpse into what the world's struggling with, right? Because the world yes. is identifying very much with that woman. And yet we're also yeah. the world having a harder and harder time, I believe, identifying with a biblical worldview. I mean, I think that's yeah. how we sort of see end times approaching because it's like a biblical worldview starts to look more and more foreign. Um, yeah. And, and I wanted to read you specifically um, that First John 3, 1. Uh, and I'm going to read you, actually, I like this one, the NLT. See how very much our Father loves us. He calls us his children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. And and that that passage, the original King James, and here's the ESV, says, what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God. And so we are, you know, and that's it. And so we are. And... And because he's done that, regardless of what we've done and regardless of our choices and regardless of our sinful tendencies, you know, that's a, a, the actual pure definition of loyalty, that, yes. that we, we bring nothing to the table. And I think I might have told you this acronym before that my pastor used. Um, he, when he describes grace, he describes it as, each of the letters of grace standing for something. So G, God, R, riches, A, at, C, Christ, and E, expense. So God's riches wow. at Christ's expense. And wow. that's the loyalty and that's the grace, that undeserved merit that he gives us as his children. And what I love about, you know, John and how passionately he writes about his love the Lord and that how much the Lord loved him is he never stopped being in awe of that, you know, um, walked with the Lord. He was with him for three years. He, he was there at the cross as we know. Um, and he knows what manner of love Christ bestowed on us. And, and for me, that's a timeless truth that I identify with and I go, God, you deserve all of my loyalty because yes. I know you, I know I have, you have all of, I, you know, all of his loyalty is to us, to his children and, and to anyone who will accept him and choose him as their savior. Um, and I love that because that gives us a chance together to share the gospel um, and allow people both who are desiring purity and trying to walk in it to be encouraged, to yes. not stumble. And then also to encourage those who are getting that mixed message of the world that you can be pure in the Lord's sight. It's just a matter of laying it at its feet. And I I think that's an awesome testimony. I think that's the testimony I want to share on your behalf relative to this song, if that's okay. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I would love it. it. That is what... I mean, for all generations, I feel mm. like that can permeate so much. I was talking with 
friends that are already married and friends that aren't yet married, you know, just a wide variety. And you're right, like, with how can it be, that is kind of the theme that we're seeing, like, people recognizing their limit limitedness, if that's even a word, you know, recognizing where they have failed or where they have fallen. But in light of their shortcomings, seeing the overwhelming goodness of God come forth and accepting his grace as the stronghold to cling to, you know, and Mm. seeing that that he is loyal through all seasons and that even in the, despite all of that, that he chooses us to be called sons and daughters, like John mm. was talking about, like in in spite of our weakness, that he would allow us to carry on his name, you know, mm. that he wouldn't say, no, no, you, you're not qualified to carry on the weight of my name. But actually, your weaknesses qualify you because that's where my strength is found. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> kind of, I mean, actually, that's the what he wants. I mean, in a way us being so countercultural and us desiring holiness and yearning for his presence and having him be our first love. All of those things are set apart and sacred and holy. And, and all of those things are counter countercultural. And that's, that's what the Lord assures us of in his word, that that's okay. (laughs) You know, like, like trying to fit in is not the point. And, no. and I want to, I want to, if I haven't encouraged you about this before, I, I definitely want to encourage you now. Thank you for not having your ministry being about fitting in, but about literally proclaiming God's goodness in everything yes. you to do. Because I think that's the key, right? Because when you're, when you're an artist and if you decide, you know, if I just tweak this and I soften this message a little bit, and I maybe use some euphemisms, and people don't really know I'm thinking about God, you know, maybe I'll be yeah. more popular. But that's not the point. It's not, no. that is not the point. And I think the Lord is, the Lord is showing you that by you being faithful to him, he's showing you his plan for you. Um, and wow. so I just want to encourage you to continue to walk in that uh, and not allow the business of this industry to draw you away from that. So, and I, I do pray for you about that all the time. Oh, thank you. That's kind of, that's the, the cry of so many people. We keep, people keep coming up in my path saying that exact thing, like that they're praying for the purity, if you think of it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. Yeah. But to be protected from all of that and that, it would just remain on God's truth and that alone, not on mm. any other agenda, but just mm-hmm. simply on his truth. And he's so faithful. God is so faithful. He will, if, if my heart is to the left, hey, this even, even this right here ties into his loyalty. But this is something that he's been showing me, like even if my heart, that's like not even a millimeter to the left or to the right. He's like, nope, come right back. Mm. I'm your focus. I'm your focus. I'm your focus. Like, stay directed on me, Lauren. Let me guide the ship. And that was something I even prayed this morning. I was like, okay, Lord, increase my faith so that 
I continue to work only solely in your strength, not in my own. You know, mm-hmm. just continue to strengthen my faith, strengthen my faith. I feel like that's a prayer that I could pray every single day, no matter where I am, no matter at what stage of the journey I'm in. Just strengthen my faith, Lord, because that's that's truly where we see his goodness come forth because we're focused on the kingdom in those times and not on any earthly gain or any earthly agenda. So his faithfulness is so good that if my Mm. heart gets, like, just ever so slightly, he quickens me, like, immediately and says, no, don't, don't, that's not the right thought pattern. I'm like, okay, you know, what am I doing wrong here? And then he'll just paint it out, and then I'll say, oh, good, now I know. Future reference, that's not kingdom-mindedness. That's just me being Lauren, <laughs> you know. Well, thanks for, thanks for bringing in that back up, because you and I talked about that, actually, when we talked about Come Alive. Um, the, yeah. Uh, first Corinthians passage about take my thoughts captive. And yeah. and I will, I will include that with this, too, because kind of the whole beauty of getting lost in the truth of a song like Boyle is allowing the Lord to ca- capture those other thoughts and take them <laughs> um, and then change them you know, change our emotions and change our minds to be more like him and to think more like him and to have our hearts more aligned like him. Because that's yeah. when pureness and loyalty uh, and love and his presence are actually felt. And you know that because you, you've seen the difference between, you know, walking by sight or walking by faith. And, and I know walking by faith is the right answer, but yeah. our human weakness wants to walk by sight. And right. yeah, so no, thank you so much for sharing as always. And, and I know for sure the Lord wants us to keep talking about more songs. So we will, <laughs> yeah. uh, but in closing right now, I'd like to pray <laughs> for you. Um, and thank you for sharing some of what you'd like me to pray for. Is there anything else you want me to pray for you? Oh, well, okay. This is a little more um, just <laughs> situational, but uh-huh, sure. We we are in Panama City Beach, a whole crew of us leading for these camps, and we cannot stay well. Everybody mm. keeps getting so sick and it's it's a little debilitating, but I'm mm-hmm. you know, we're all pushing through as much as we can. Um so I'm I kind of do all natural medicine, like I like to go that route, and so I was doing just, you know, essential oils and herbs and stuff like that for two weeks, and it hasn't shaken it, and so I went finally to get a shot, and now I'm seeing that's not really helping either, so it's kind of like, okay, Lord, what are we fighting on the spiritual battleground here, you know? Mm, For sure. And everybody's got to... Yeah, and it we have we still have a, let's see three more weeks here three and a half more weeks so gotcha. just that the Lord would just immediately take all of the infirmities out of our our camp here that would be awesome <laughs> for sure I will definitely uh, pray that um, okay well let's do that let's pray and close it out and uh, all right until we talk and again. is there mm-hmm. is there anything I can pray for you. Poor, are you uh, sweet girl? Yeah. Or? 
Well, our travels, yeah, our travels uh, starting um, kind of five in the morning tomorrow, uh, driving twenty hours. <laughs> uh, right. So, so for our family time to really truly be, um, you know, respectful of each other, loving of each other, and yeah. and display the love of the Lord to some unsafe family members that we'll be with. Um, my wife's brother, Jim, and his wife and children are not safe. And so we always pray that we can sort of share the gospel when we're with them, uh, both in words and actions, and even what we don't say. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, talk so about for, that. for that, yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, so thank you if you uh, think of that um, these next 10 days. Absolutely. What we'll, be, what we'll be doing. And... Okay, and then one last question before we play really quick. Um, did you ever get to have that conversation with your daughter? I did. I Thank know. you for asking. She's great. She she's committed to purity as well. Um, and then she, my wife's my wife's rereading um, Josh McDowell's like Kiss Dating Goodbye, and oh, it's on yeah. her nightstand. <laughs> and I had a good conversation with Natalie about you know not giving a boy the wrong idea. Uh, and even if you're just friends, you know, being pure, and she is agreeing to commit to that. And since then, the Lord has answered that prayer, and she has stopped doing that. And she even does serve with him in the same ministry for Child Evangelism Fellowship. And it has not been a problem at all. So clearly awesome. she's made that commitment, and she understands uh, the risks associated with sort of allowing a boy and, and her inappropriately to um, continue in that con- line of conversation that was 310 each other and all that. So, so, yeah, so thank you for remembering and asking. Um, but, yeah, everything's going much better there. And uh, thank you for offering to speak into her life. And I do want to take you up on that at some point, um, hopefully in person. Yes, I would love it. That would be, that'd be a treasure. Yeah, no, we'd love to do it too. And and, and congrats, congrats too on on that tour. I'm really excited for you for that, and just want to come <sighs> be bathed in in worship and you know and all that. So and and I know what a gift that could be for Natalie to to do that. So that's part of my heart uh, in all that. So. Wow. Well, I'm excited. We're it'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> You've got an exciting summer coming up. So yeah. I let's, know. Uh, Let's let's pray for immediate and future and ongoing. Uh, awesome. Because we always need that. Uh, yeah. Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for this time we spent basking and thinking about you and your goodness and your purity, uh, your love being as loyal <laughs> as the rising sun, as the song says. And and mm-hmm. Lord, we just are so grateful for that. We're so grateful that every day your mercies are new. We're so grateful yeah. um, for scriptures like. First John 3, 1, you know, what manner of love is this that you would call us your children? Lord, we yeah. are still in awe of that. And, and Lord, I pray for your servant, Lauren, um, and her team, uh, that you provide them physical and also spiritual health uh, for the yes, three years uh, in Panama City, and that you have your gospel and your light shine through them, Lord. I know they're they're faithful to you, and I know you're faithful to complete the work that you've started in them. And, Lord, we just offer all of that uh, camp to you, Lord, and ask for you to take it over and have your way. And, uh, Lord, also for Lauren's um, tour, she'll be on the Outcry Tour, just pray for 
not only um, that opportunity for her to give the gospel in her time, but to be fed as well um, from these other uh, worship leaders who she looks up to, uh, and to have her um, commitment to stand pure for you and to stand pure in you and to not, not waver from sharing about you, Lord, be strengthened in that um, And for the pressures of sales and popularity and the business uh, of, of being in the music business, not get in the way of the truth of sharing about you, Lord. Um, just continue to encourage her in that way. And uh, just thank you so much um, that we have this uh, freedom um, to be believers publicly uh, and also for this fellowship we have to be believers together and to strengthen and encourage and edify one another. And I just pray that um, uh, you continue to take care of my sister, Lauren, uh, and, uh, and call her uh, as your child and, and be with her and provide your presence and your love anytime she needs it and know that she can call upon your name and that you will answer her. And we pray all this in the name of your son, Jesus. Yes, Lord. I just I thank you so much for Kevin, God, and his diligence to serve you, Lord, and his diligence to see beyond what any industry standard is, but to look into the hearts of his children and say, okay, Lord, what, what does this generation need to hear? God, I just, I thank you for his commitment to serving you first and foremost. And God, I ask that you would come and anoint his time with his family, God. Let it just be a special outpouring of your presence, God. As they drive, Lord, let them just um, have a blast singing to you and enjoying each other's company, God, because whenever your children get along, we know how much joy that brings you, Father. So I just ask that you would place your hand on their vehicle, keep them in complete and total safety um, with good health the entire time, and God, set up divine appointments for him and his family um, that isn't saved right now, Lord. Let them just have those intimate, special moments set up along the way where their hearts are being pruned, God. Let the seed fall on fertile soil, Lord. We ask that you would come and make those times just special and appointed, Lord. Not not that it has to be anything lengthy, God, but that it's just thorough, Lord. I ask that you would um, anoint every word that Kevin and his wife speak and every action, Lord, that you would anoint his actions, God, to um, transcend to his family, God. We thank you so much for your pursuit of us, Lord. Mm, yes, we thank you, God, that you are faithful to meet us on every level, Lord. And I just I ask that you would show his family that during this time together. Let it be filled with many laughs and great memories. We ask mm. all these things in your name. Amen. Mm, amen. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. And as always, it was so good to talk to you. <laughs> yes, you too, Lauren. Well, God bless. And um, God excited bless. Uh, for what you're doing. And until we talk again, uh, take care. All right. You too. Y'all have fun. All right. Thanks. You too. Uh-huh. All right. Talk bye-bye. to you then. Uh, bye-bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.